This is my third time recording this intro, thanks to technical difficulties by doing this haul on my laptop today, with no external microphone or headphones. But it's Tuesday, July 15th, 2014, and that means there are precisely two things to talk about. Weird Al Yankovic's new album and gray hair. Your Daily Lex. People who know me know that I'm a big fan of Weird Al. Before I get into that, I should mention once again that Your Daily Lex is brought to you by Adam Sachs. Follow him on Twitter at A.R. Sachs. That's A-R-S-A-C-H-S. And he'll love you forever. Uh, I'm a big Al fan. Can't explain why. I've talked about it on the show before. I mean, uh, were I forced to explain it, I, I would point to the fact that I love people who don't take themselves super seriously, but still take what they do seriously, which is an odd distinction. But Al doesn't take music seriously in the sense that he, you know, focuses on comedy music, but he's still very very serious about the craft and I really appreciate that. Um, I, I don't know. I've just always loved comedy music mixed together. And, uh, there's something about knowing that, you know, a lot of times when you make a joke, it's extemporaneous. It's a one-time joke. Um, comedy music needs to be repeat listenable. The worst comedy music isn't. It's kind of building towards surprise punchlines. The ones you've heard them, you never want to hear the song again. Um, and Al, for the most part, is really good at avoiding that. He's good at focusing on really good lyrics and insights and uh, musicality that make the songs repeat listen worthy. Anyway, the new album is Mandatory Fun. Uh, it's excellent. I've listened to every song on the album more than once. I, uh, I really like it. And here's the thing, there are some originals, let's say, that I'm not totally into yet. Now, sometimes that happens with a new album. The hard thing, as an Al fan, right, is when he does his original songs, he's doing them as pastiches, as homages to other artists, where he's trying to kind of do what some fans call style parodies. Uh, but if you don't like the original artist being style parodied, then it's going to be harder for you to like that song. Um, often I have that with a new album. A song, a new Weird Al album. A song comes out uh, on that album that's in the style of an artist I don't particularly care for, so it makes it harder to like that song a little bit. Um, and then they eventually grow on me. So I'm expecting that to happen here as well. And it's not like it's filled with songs that I, I'm thinking I'm going to have to force myself to like. You know, there's two songs maybe where I just feel like uh, this isn't working for me yet because the music isn't music I'm interested in. Now, that's obviously also a potential problem with the parodies, although for some reason I think the parodies suffer from it less. The fact that they're um, directly lampooning a specific song somehow makes it easier for them not to grate me in the same way. Uh, there was one Weird Al album, uh, Running With Scissors, where I knew every song being parodied. Uh, I was already familiar with the original song before the album's release. Uh, this album, <laughs> the problem is I'm not, I don't have my finger on the pulse of music culture. Uh, I listen to my iPod in the car, really my iPhone's music app in the car. I don't listen to the radio because so much of what's on the radio is terrible. Uh, Al has to listen to the radio. It's part of his job description, I guess. But so he's got these, you know, several parodies where I knew the original song. Um, he has a Blurred Lines parody, which I really appreciate for several reasons. It's about grammar, and obviously I love grammar. It's called Word Crimes. It's pretty funny. It's very cleverly written because that's a, an unusual song to attempt a parody. Certainly he's not the first since there are so many YouTube parodies thereof. But it's the way that song is structured makes it harder to parody. What I like about Al's parody is that it sounds 
so much like the original, and the original is terrible in terms of its lyrics, misogynistic and evil and bad, but the music is undeniably good. So you uh, you look at Weird Al's version where it's talking about rules of grammar and ones that people get wrong, and now you have that great musicality of the original with um, you know lyrics that are not quite as distasteful, not at all distasteful, so I like that. Um, anyway, grit the album. If you like funny music, go get mandatory fun. It's, uh, it's not mandatory, but you should do it. Um, so... Uh, gray hair. First of all, it bothers me that Al doesn't appear to have any. He doesn't really appear to be aging. I mean, he's aged since, since you know, 30 years ago when his career was beginning. But he hasn't aged in like the past 15 years, and that bothers me. He doesn't seem to have any brown hair. I know there are – let me try that again. He's got plenty of brown hair. He doesn't even have any gray hair. I know there are ways that science and technology can help him prevent uh, exhibiting any gray hair. But I don't know. I don't want to believe that Al is dying his hair. First of all, he would run out of money very quickly because he's got a lot of hair. But I've noticed now that I don't just have, you know, a couple specks of gray throughout my head. I like to grow the stubble beard. I like to skip shaving for a few days at a time and let the stubble beard poke through. I don't keep it much longer because it starts to bother me. My wife's not a huge fan. And uh, my kids would love for me to grow like a total Amish eunuch beard, and I'm just not into it. But uh, I noticed just this week for the first time that when I'm growing out the stubble beard, it has specks of gray in it as well. And quite frankly, that is totally bullshit. Lex. Lex.